Welcome to the Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Van Einerstein. Thank you all for joining me again for today's reading of James Allen's Daily Meditations. Um, this will be for March 21st, and I'm really excited just to see the uh, direction it takes. Honestly, I'm excited to see where he goes with this next one. Um, yesterday's was um, just just a great, great reading on the difference between internal peace and um, externally ex, uh, externally reliant peace. Meaning, do you find peace within yourself you carry anywhere? Or do you wait until your outside circumstances align just perfectly so you can have peace? You know, and uh, which ones are, are you pursuing? Um, I just... Uh, Loved that one. So um, this will be fresh to you and fresh to me. This will be the first time I'm reading this um, uh, meditation, this daily reading. Uh, will be on this podcast, so you'll be getting my initial response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading. So I'm really looking forward to it. So here we go. March 21st reading for James Allen's Daily Meditations. If we could suffer even partly through others, our sufferings would be unjust. Are our sufferings and troubles entirely the result of our own ignorance and wrongdoing? Or are they partly or wholly brought about by others and by outward conditions? Our sufferings are just and are entirely the result of our own ignorance, error, and wrongdoing. Ye suffer from yourselves, none else compels. If this were not so, a man could not commit an evil deed and escape. The consequences of that deed being visited upon an innocent person, then there would be no law of justice. And without such a law, the universe could not, even for a single moment, exist. All would be chaos. Upon the surface, men appear to suffer through others, but it is only by an appearance, an appearance which a deeper knowledge dispels. Man is not the result of outward conditions. Outward conditions are the result of man. like this. This is a very um, interesting, very cool way for him to give another perspective on owning our own, um, on owning our own actions, taking a responsibility and accountability for the things that are in, in our lives. And he's not... Usually it's a more general sense. Your entirety of your life is what you make of it. But this one, he specifically um, is referring to suffering, which obviously is included with the totality of the argument. But in this, 
he's specifically pointing out suffering because I think sometimes even though there might be a base understanding of the fact like my life is what I've made of it right people can still get lost in this suffering our suffering is of our own of our own making people may be doing wrong things comparatively people may be whatever it might be we have still placed ourselves in a lot of these positions. And then also, our daily suffering is a matter of our own perspective. Which is a hard thing for a lot of people to hear. Myself included. You know, suffering is not at the hands of another. It really isn't. So, here we go. If we could suffer even partly through others, our sufferings would be unjust. Right? So, I mean, in layman's terms, because that was, that was I, I just put it after reading the whole meditation, coming back to read that again, I just put this together. So, it, if we could suffer even partly through others, meaning because others, if our suffering in any way could be be the responsibility of other people, our sufferings would be unjust. It would be an unjust thing for us to be suffering. It would be a uh, imbalance of justice is what he's getting at here, I believe. And so what he's saying is the universe is just. So there is no way we can be we can suffer at the hands of another. Which taken fully, that's a very large statement. Because there's a lot of scenarios that come to mind immediately. We can be victimized, we can be um subjected to, we can enter in naively, you know, and other people can take the actions that they take that can cause us pain, but suffering is our own responsibility. Are our sufferings and troubles entirely the result of our own ignorance and wrongdoing? Or are they partly or wholly brought about by others and by outward conditions? This is, he's asking, like, He's, he's saying, this is the question I'm asking right now. Are, are our sufferings and troubles entirely the results of our own ignorance and wrongdoing? Or are they partly or wholly brought about by others in outward conditions? Those are the two options, right? It's either all ours or some or all is caused by external things. We, we are victim to the world we live in. I mean, it's a big thing. A lot of people fall on the second part of that, that at least partially brought about by others. My suffering is due to this individual, this circumstance, this action, this past event, this, this, this. Putting the onus of their own failings on something that's happened in the past or somebody else that's outside their control. All of these things outside their control. Any number of things that can be outside their control, right? <laughs> And then he goes on to give his answer here. Our sufferings are just and are entirely the result of our own ignorance, error, and wrongdoing. 
Sorry. Sufferings are just and entirely the result of our own ignorance, our lack of knowledge, error, um, a mistake we've made, usually based on error, or usually based on ignorance, like a, like a misinterpretation of information or something like that, or purposeful wrongdoing. We know we weren't acting correctly. We know we were making a bad decision. We know we shouldn't be taking that action. All of it puts the onus on us, though. So we own this. It's our ignorance. It's our mistakes and errors. He uses errors. Our ignorance, our errors, and our wrongdoings that are the entirely the reason we suffer. Our sufferings are just. Somewhere along the line, or some, in some way, some perspective, right? There's something we can improve upon that gives us some responsibility for our suffering, gives us the responsibility for our suffering. And there's freedom in that. This is the thing. A lot of people don't like that argument. A lot of people, um, including myself, I didn't like that. I didn't like the, um, um, that perspective, that it was my responsibility. My pain was my responsibility. And um, because that means I'll have to do something about it. And that means I need to improve something too, right? So, of course, I didn't like that. But... Uh, once you accept that, that gives you the opportunity to do something about it. That's what a lot of people lose sight of. Is they, they, I feel like many people want to be robbed of the opportunity to improve it because that gives them a reason to excuse themselves from growing and making hard, the, the hard journeys of growth too. Which is a, a sad thing, really. You know, when you're actively avoiding growth... In your life, that's a that's a sad thing. But so our sufferings are just. Remember this: our sufferings are just, as per our own failings, shortcomings. Ye suffer from yourselves; none else compels. That's in quotes. I'm not sure where he pulled that from. Um, ye suffer from yourselves; none else compels. Meaning. You're, you are the reason for your sufferings. No one else is responsible for them. If this were not so, a man could commit an evil deed and escape. The consequences of that deed being visited upon an innocent person, then there would be no law of justice. Okay, so that's... I'm glad I read this whole thing through again. And without that law, the universe could not, even for a single moment, exist. So... Without this uh, cause and effect type of law, this law of justice, that the entire universe would not be able to exist. So he's saying if a man could commit an evil deed and escape unscathed with no moral suffering, no immediate... Um, repercussion 
maybe in the material world in the really in pure in extremely physical sense, not just a spiritual sense of suffering, right? And if there was, a, especially so, if there was a, um, the consequences of the evil deed being visited upon an innocent person, if an innocent person is affected by that, and this person that committed the evil deed escaped, there would be no law of justice. So if another people could accept suffering due to someone else's evil deed and that person is, did not have that, there would be no justice there. So, he's saying the inverse is the truth. Our sufferings are our own from our own actions and wrongdoings and evil deeds, our own moral compasses being violated, our own, um, the, the, the return from our own evil deeds or wrongdoings, wrong actions, or most times born from ignorance or error, he says. Without a law, such a universe could not even for a single moment exist. Without the law of justice, it would be chaos. There would be no accountability. There would be no... Um, say a moral code that would um, float to the surface to be understood in, in, in by many you know this this path of spirituality is communicated in so many ways the way I talk about it is really just one of so many options and so many perspectives every single religious one usually has encompasses this type of path that I'm talking about mine is the, the the way I speak about this is outside of religion, but there's a lot of t there, there's a plethora of other ways to speak about this and and find this path. This is not the way I have found it, and the way I communicate about it, and the way it's uh, interpreted by James Allen. You know, this is just one way. But the fact is, there's so many ways to find a spiritual way of life, and to find spiritual teachings that they are common across humanity. That is the point. They are common across humanity. So if they are common, then they must exist. These teachings, these principles, these understandings, these values, they are common through all these spiritual teachings. So, and those common commonalities negates the chaos. It gives the structure and order to the chaos of the world. And without it, all would be chaos. There would be no moral compass or code. And I'm not talking about a religious deity here that's in instituting these things of the right feelings. I believe atheists can operate by a moral code as well in the service to the society or whatever they choose to be in service to. Not my personal experience, but that doesn't mean it's not possible. I believe it's completely possible because these spiritual principles still allow those things, those individuals of that structure, belief structure, to be, to live a good and healthy, wholesome life. And a lot of people still practice them. These spiritual teachings, these are a way to live. So, um, 
they'll always be chaos. Upon the surface, men appear, 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 keyword right here, men appear to suffer through others, but it is only by an appearance, an appearance which deeper knowledge dispels. So when we dig into the intentions of, of a person's action, when we dig into the fears that drove a, a, a person to, to um, take a certain action, or when we look at a person's suffering after, after an incident that occurred, right? It's, the, it's a lot of perspective change that needs to come out. A lot of selfishness and self-centeredness that needs to be unfolded and released. So a lot of times, a lot of these things appear. Suffering appears to be inflicted upon us. But suffering is held within us. We suffer. They suffer. It was a concept, this concept of uh, suffering is of my own hand was something that took a very long time for me to understand. Very long time. Uh, I did not like it. Um, I, I just didn't. But I realized my suffering is what kept me in bondage to myself and to a lot of my insecurities, my fears, my um, uh, terrible, uh, my, my terrible behaviors. They were, they were directly chained to my suffering. I needed to address these things. I needed to let them go. And to grow. And change. And find this path of a spiritual nature. So when you dig deeper into your suffering, you'll find these things. And it ends with, man is not the result of outward conditions. Outward conditions are the result of man. As we've said a couple of times here. right? As this is a... Um, a restatement in a different capacity, different way of the world, your circumstances, your world is a reflection of how your internal state. That's an important thing to remember. So, Thank you all for joining me again today, though. Uh, it was a great reading, and I'm going to be looking forward to it tomorrow. So I'll, I'll, I'll be right here again. So until next time, thanks. Mm -hmm.